everybody to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppy Introductions. I'm your host, Sean. Danny, how are you, man? Dude, I'm tired. I've been I'm tired. Um, living my, like, college life again, I guess. <laughs> I've gone to, I went to in two show, two concerts in two days, and uh, I almost did what I normally do, mm-hmm. which is bad that I... Uh, I talk myself out of. I buy tickets to something and then I like let my I don't want to leave the house, um, or like do something new because people might be mean to me at mentality like get the best of me and so I almost talked myself out of going to the concert on Friday. <laughs> Jesus, dude, hey, fucking relax. I'm gonna I'm gonna whoop your ass. I've done that before. Uh, yeah, I've done it before. I had tickets to go see Voodoo Glow Skulls and I was like, ah, I don't want to go. I guess it'll be fine. They don't need me there. <laughs> and then I stayed home. They need you there. How are they supposed to drop in? Yeah, somebody might. They're, they're like the 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 fuck you chant might be like half a decibel lower than it should, and then it's supposed to be to lift the morale of the group. Because I would have been there. Voodoo, voodoo, we do fuck you. Like the second time this year, we've had the the voodoo chant on. Yes, <laughs> we should just. That should just be our uh, our um, intro theme song. <laughs> but yeah so i got i got five nights of tickets to see uh pennywise play um like they're doing their first five albums one each night <laughs> oh man so but I'll, I'll talk more about that next week after i see more of the shows mm. but the venue is pretty nice i will say that it's like That's tiny maybe it, it's it's all the seat the seats there are all from like uh I guess Angel Stadium renovated the stadium and replaced their seats, and so this place bought a bunch of them. Mm. Nice. Not too too shabby, dude. Not too shabby. And there's free street parking, which is even better. (laughs) Yeah, there is. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Dude, I I am beyond tired. I mean, I know it's later on than the show, but I did a 14 hours straight. Of destiny. Are you like able to stand? Yeah. How how, how full is your uh, piss bucket? <laughs> My five gallon bucket was only halfway filled. You're like it's a good thing I'm a home brewer because I got a, a couple extra five gallon buckets lying around. I just, I'll just have to make a wild fermented, wild fermented size on for my next beer. So in case I don't accidentally, in case I accidentally don't clean it out all the way, <laughs> it'll go to good use. <laughs> it'll add some flavor. A shot from a shot fermented size on. <laughs> then, then it'll be very accurate to the movie um, Dusk Till Dawn, when uh, Quentin Tarantino goes to the bar, run by Cheech in one of his like eight roles in the movie. <laughs> where he's like, oh, he's like, man, this beer tastes like piss. And Cheech is like, that's because we piss in it. <laughs> oh, 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 man. If you, if, you did, if you did that and you made your own labels, you could just put, there's a little bit of me in every bottle. <laughs> that is true. That like, is true. Like in um, um, Van Wilder, when they make mm-hmm. the cream puffs with the dog semen with the big old balls oh my god that was a terrible fucking scene gag central bro gag central 
<laughs> yeah, that was probably one of the first movies that like like kind of started the the trend of like like just gag and ball jokes like as being like in mainstream, I guess. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Leave it to fucking Ryan Reynolds though, right? He did it. Yes. Write that down. He did it his way. So what are you drinking, Sean? Oh, Daniel, I, uh, I just, I couldn't find it in me to to try to even decide on beer or anything today, and I figured I needed something a little extra after yesterday, so I just did. I just went and grabbed one of my go-to things I like to drink, and that is screwball whiskey. Not even fucking around today. <laughs> You're getting screwed live on the air, like on the like as we're recording. You're getting screwed right now. Yeah. So for those that don't know, Screwball is um, makes a peanut butter whiskey um, that I find very very enjoyable, and I literally just drink this straight on ice. Like it's, I think it's already sweet enough. If you want, you could throw in some chocolate bitters for funsies. Yeah. Or some Chambord if you want to jelly it up. Yes, 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 yes. But alas, did I introduce I, you to that? Uh, Screwball, I believe so. Yes, I did. When we went to GABF, that is right. That is oh. true. I, I, I need, I need to become an affiliate. Then I can be an uh, influencer <laughs> of people getting screwed. I've gotten multiple people onto the Screwball wagon. Since we did they, did they have the same reaction? Did they have the same reaction that everybody that I introduced it to of what the fuck is that? That looks disgusting. And then I'm like, just just take a little taste and don't make a face when you taste it because if you make a face, you already know you're not gonna like it. So just try it. You're an adult. It tastes like peanut butter. Mm-hmm. And then they drink it and they're like, oh wait, this is actually good. And then I show up to their place and they have a bottle sitting on their counter next time I go there. <laughs> just basically. Yeah, they're like, well, we got a small bottle to try it because we weren't really sure. And now we have like the extra large bottle because whenever we have people over, people drink it. (laughs) Yes. And I know there's like a a debate amongst the whiskey peoples that Screwball, in fact, is not a whiskey. Mm. It is more of a liqueur. Mm. But I know it can't be bourbon because bourbon has like the same like the the same rule like kind of has rules kind of how German beer does the wine stopping rules or whatever they mm-hmm. are where the German purity laws where like whiskey can only basically like you know you have to use new barrels and it has to be aged so much time and you have to use so much corn and mm-hmm. like there's like rules and one of them is no additives or flavors. Oh, for whiskey or yeah. bourbon? For bourbon. Okay. For bourbon. Yes. So why is protected as an American institution? (laughs) So why are they saying this is a liqueur and not a whiskey? Um, I guess because of like the 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 flavor, the sweetness. But so, but I I know I know that it's not a bourbon, but I'm not sure about the rules of it being a whiskey or not. I'm not that uh, uptight about shit. I just know it tastes good, and I like to drink it. Yeah. The only bad thing about it is though, if like you uh you. Wait, if you don't, if you go too long between uh, drinks, the the peanut butter or whatever the sugar crystallizes in the lid, and it's a pain in the ass to open. That is true. So you just need to drink your bottle pretty quickly. 
Yes. Which isn't that hard of a task. No, no. Unless you're allergic, unless you're allergic to peanuts, <laughs> then, then yeah, you probably should not drink it that fast. Because <laughs> epipens aren't cheap. <laughs> oh, that is true. That is true. That's kind of funny though. It's like a big old debate whether it's whiskey or liqueur. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Interesting. Oh, what are you drinking, man? What do you got? So I decided to open up a bottle of Goose Island Bourbon County Kentucky Fog Stout. So it is a. Uh, let's see if I can find the, the. There's the side with the what's in it. So it's a stout aged in bourbon barrels, blended with Earl Grey tea, black tea, and honey. Interesting. This is a. Uh, this is. It's one of their 2020 variants, mm -hmm. but I didn't pick it up until I picked up the 2021 variants, mm. um, which I did buy. They had one that was a, a cola, like, because I always have one that's kind of a, like, a um, gimmick flavor. And so in the 2020, the tea was the gimmick flavor. In 2021, mm -hmm. they had a cola one that was supposed to taste like pop mm -hmm. or Coke, depending on which part of the country you live in. <laughs> um got to cover all our bases of our one or two fans <laughs> don't want anybody to feel left out exactly and so i actually i had to actually drink that one unplanned because i was like uh i opened the refrigerator door and it was like i guess the force of the refrigerator door just pulled it out and it fell on the floor and it landed like bottles like flat on the bottom i thought it was gonna break but it just broke the seal on the cap you're like i guess but, i'm drinking i guess i'm drinking this right now yes <laughs> and uh it was surprisingly that was actually surprisingly good it had that like um the, the spices of the soda in it the cola in it the mm -hmm. pop the coke um but so this one let's see how this one is i had i've opened this one a while ago because my wife said she wanted to try it so she said, at first she was like, I think it has good flavor. And then she took another drink and like made a face and shook her and said, no, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so let me guess, the tea hit first and then so it wasn't so bad. And then afterwards it was like all the uh, whiskey flavors started to come together. I just realized like the last few beers that I've had on this podcast have all had honey in them. Mm. You're making the bees work. I know. Might as well just drink some mead, beer mead. <laughs> but yeah, the two private presses had honey, and now this uh, Bourbon County. Nice. Uh, so you get a lot of barrel, which you know you can't. You want some barrel when you barrel age it. There's the honey, and then it's just got like the like. It doesn't taste like you're drinking a cup of tea, which I guess is good. You don't want that. But it's definitely got. You can taste that there's tea in it. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why they did both Earl Grey and black tea. Like, I can taste the black tea and honey more. It almost tastes like somebody did a shandy with a bourbon stout and a sweet black tea. Mm. Instead of, like, a beer and lemonade or whatever the shandy normally is. But I'm not really getting too much of the Earl Grey spices, which is good, because I'm not a huge fan of Earl Grey. I'm not an old uh, old woman with a sweater tied around my neck <laughs> clasping the mug with both my hands 
Uh-oh. Sipping it slowly and then pondering when later on in the afternoon I'm going to take a walk around the neighborhood with that sweater tied around my waist. <laughs> At least according to the Family Guy bit, that's how women drink tea. And I get all my information about women from Family Guy because they're the least sexist show ever. They might as well be a documentary. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know, with everything going on in the world, Sean. Hold on real quick. One I, just, I had a question for you. Okay. I didn't realize that you drank Goose Island. Have you always drank Goose Island? Um, I try to get the, the variants. And, like, th- this is actually the first year where I went like the day of and bought like all the variants ever mm. like in the past i'll see them like maybe i'll go to la bodega and there's one sitting on the shelf and i'm like oh this looks interesting and i'll pick it up like one or two here and there but like literally this last black friday or at least on thanksgiving one of the liquor stores by me uh, breaks shelf date because it's not supposed to be on sale till uh, black friday mm. but he uh he puts them on sale on thanksgiving and so i was it's on the way home from uh my wife's family where we have thanksgiving and so i just got off the freeway real quick ran inside grabbed a, one of each because they were still all there there wasn't much left of the of the rare because i always have one that's kind of rare and you basically have to get it the day of one mm-hmm. or two that are like super rare and so like one of them is like aged in blanton barrels and the other one is another like a 12-year whiskey that's been aged in the barrels of but i can't remember off the top of my head which one that is and so Fair enough. But yeah, this is like the first year where I've gone and went and got and, and intentionally went and bought Goose Island uh Urban County. Okay. Well just just curious. I know they're an InBev company now, so I didn't know like how much Because um, 'cause I've seen the bear I've seen I don't know if I've seen variants, but I've seen their um barrel age stuff and I know that's always been a hot seller for them. Right, and that's one. You know, it seems like even though they, you know, they seem to be one of the few breweries that didn't suffer a major sellout. Mm-hmm. You know, like because they're like they had one year, the first year where they um were bought out. They tried to ramp up production of uh, uh Bourbon County, was uh infected, mm-hmm. and people are like, oh no, this is the end of Goose Island, and then they figured it out, and it's been flying this fine ever since and like um so they it seems like they get left alone to kind of do their own stuff with the barrel aged and um like in brewery beers but and InBev is getting the benefit of selling like their um um more i guess commercially uh viable beers like their um ipa the goose island ipa and i think they have a couple more one or two more they like you basically go to like any bar or baseball game or whatever um, and they have them on tap. So yeah, I I I do not enjoy that IPA. <laughs> I do not I do not think it's very good. <laughs> well, I don't like IPAs anyways. So yeah, I I think I've drank it out of necessity at a place before because I was like, I had nothing else to look really. Oh man, but yeah, um, yeah. So it seems like it's a it's a win win situation. Like out of all the other ones, this seems to be the one where they didn't um change who or what they are mm-hmm. to appease like you know corporate overlords yeah i got you makes sense so, dude. 
Oh man. But uh you know, as I was saying, with everything that's going on in the world, you know, all the all the sadness. There's there's one company that we just should just applaud for being brave and courageous, Sean. Oh. Heineken oh. Heineken sent out a press release that, you know, with everything going on with um supply chain issues and inflation and I guess people not wanting to work even in Denmark. Mm-hmm. Because apparently they're not they, – sometimes they're socialists and sometimes they're not depending on, you know, what subjects you're talking about or who you're talking to. <laughs> um, but they decided, even though they're making record profits, but um, just like pretty much every other company, be, but because of the supply chain and uh, everything, that they're going to uh, courageously raise prices on their beer. So they're making the most money they've ever had. So, but they're being brave and courageous by raising prices on the beer. That's what the, that was literally in their press in their press release that mm. they are courageously raising prices. Wow, I feel like that's some overselling there. <laughs> A little bit, yes. You know, like we had the Olympics. You know, we got you know uh, everything going on in Ukraine, but no, none of the no, no, none of the nobody you know. None of them are as brave and courageous as Heineken is for raising their prices on their beer. No, not at all. <laughs> I should all aspire to be as brave and courageous as Heineken and just continue to raise prices. Yeah. <laughs> I'd raise prices, but I don't think anybody would listen to the show then. I mean, we can we can like courageously double our prices. <laughs> courageously double our prices cuz double of nothing is still nothing. Instead of $0, double $0. I mean, actually it would be even worse cuz it's like we're we're actually losing money on this because we have to pay for things, so like double <laughs> loss of money. Who do you think buys all this beer for us to drink? Exactly. <laughs> and who who hires all the writers to write my jokes? Dude, don't even get us started on on the budget cuts for editing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But on on a good story. This is actually pretty fun, dude. So, you know, you have Florida man that, you know, murders people and like bites eats people's faces. Mhm. Colorado has a better version of of their man so colorado man a dude named paul myhill mm -hmm. in 18 months went on a he went on an 18th month journey sean he drank he drank a beer at every brewery in the state of colorado that sounds like that sounds pretty fun yeah yes that sounds that's like way more fun that sounds like a good time <laughs> yeah so his his quest started when it, when him and his friend went out for a round. He's like, my mom, um, oh, he gets a little sad, but we <laughs> up doing five breweries and kept going. And he said, hey, we can do can we do thirty in thirty days? Hitting they hit thirty breweries in ten days, so they up to add these to a hundred breweries in a hundred days, which they completed in about a month. Then three hundred sixty five breweries in a day. He said, found himself driving and often being shuttled by his wife and son from San Juan Mountains to Fort Collins to enjoy flights of beer with a handy spreadsheet to help him track his journey. After hitting the 365 brewery milestone in July, he visiting visiting them all didn't seem like much a stretched. He reached he estimates he's reached visited an additional 150 out of state breweries 
mm-hmm. while on vacation in the last year and a half. Nice. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like the homebrew scene now where people want to do it out of deep, profound love of craft beer. For us, it was out of necessity. We wanted decent beers. If we wanted decent beers in Texas between seventy eight and eighty two, we had to brew it ourselves. So he's semi-retired. So yeah, he can work from anywhere. Says to me, the brewery is the coffee shop. As long as I have a computer, Wi-Fi, I can sit and call. I can sit in the brewery and do my job. <laughs> so, so let's see what he says. That his uh, among his favorite new places he had never been before are Cresales Barrels, barrel-aged beers in Paonia, Jessup Farm Barrel House in Fort Collins, Purpose Brewing and Sport and Cellars in Fort Collins, and Primitive Beer in Longmont. Mm. So. If anybody just hypo- hypothetically in Colorado is listening, there's some beer, there's some breweries right there uh, for you to visit. <laughs> saying intent to live in Colorado, exactly. <laughs> oh man, so Disney is stepping up their immersive experiences, Sean. Oh, are they courageously raising prices? I mean, they already did that a bunch. That's fair. And they're courageously pissing everybody off with their new pass system, and there's like that new lightning system where you can like you have a you have to, you have to buy tickets to get in, and they got rid of the fast passes mm-hmm. for free. Like how you used to go up there and like scan your ticket, and you'd get to hold a fast pass and go. Now they have the lightning lane where like, but that costs money, and some some tickets like there's some where it's like you buy like you buy like a um, a general lightning lane pass, and it covers most of the rides, but like some of the popular ones, you have to pay an additional separate fee for. Dude, I think the problem with that is every other, like, major, like, theme park has already been doing that. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> the Disney nerds just haven't gone outside. <laughs> so, well, they also don't, but then the other studio, uh, the other theme parks also charge, like, a tenth of the price for the tickets, too. That so. is true. That is true. I mean, if I went to Disneyland, if... I'm totally buying that lightning, like, max pass. Like, I do not do lines anymore. Like, that's part of the reason why I never want to go to Disneyland. I can't do right. I can't do lines. Right, because people are like, well, who's going to pay for it? And it's like people from out of state that only get to be at Disneyland for one day and want to go on more than three rides. Yes. It's kind of bullshit because it's like no one's going to pay for this. They're gonna, And it's like people will pay for it out of necessity, not because they necessarily want to. I'm paying for it because I want to have a good time at Disneyland. I don't want to fucking sit there and listen to your child fucking scream for three hours while we're in line. Try going Indiana now Jones. They still, now they sell beer at Disneyland, so you can just, like, if you have to wait in line, you can just go have, like, if you have two people with you, just have one person go get beers while you're waiting in line. And you can See, just get drunk. They need to have, like, a line thing, like, where it's, like, a bathroom break. Like, you're, like, in line and you gotta pee. You gotta pee. Like, it's just, like... You need to be able to tag somebody, or at least have like bushes. bushes? Yes. Is that what the bushes next to the line are for? The planters? Yes. (laughs) Why do you think before you get in every line, you have to like take the kids to go pee real quick? Because you know it's going to be like five hours before you see the the next bathroom. I mean, I know it's not next to an elementary school, but there are a lot of kids there. So if you like whipped out your dick and peed in public. I, I know you'd get the whole like peeing in public and indecent exposure like things, but would you also have to be put your name on a list is the question that I wonder. Because it's not officially like a school, but there are kids nearby. Mm-hmm. 
and it's their fault. It's not your fault. It's it's not your fault that their moms didn't cover their eyes in time or dads didn't cover their <laughs> eyes in time. Oh man. But so one of the things they're doing, Sean, is they're building a community in the Coachella Valley in Palm Desert. It's going to be townhomes and residential houses with a lake, and they're also going to open up basically like shopping, like a mall and everything like that, so you don't have to leave the neighborhood unless mm-hmm. you want to go to Disneyland. Yeah. But it's not very close. I was going to say, um, like, wait, I was like, are we still on the Disney thing? Because Coachella Valley is not next to Disneyland. No, but this is, but it's, it's a, uh, I guess they have them in Florida. They have one, like a neighborhood like this in Florida, but it's a little bit easier to build closer to Walt Disney World because there's more land there versus in Anaheim where everything's mm-hmm. already been built for, you know, years. Correct. And, you know. It's there's a weird thing with Anaheim where it's like some of the residents are like I love Disneyland being here because I can go there every day and other people are like fuck Disneyland and <laughs> their fireworks keep my, wake my kid up in the night. Then you shouldn't live people in try, Anaheim. Right. We're it's at like the we're at the point where there's probably only a select few that had a house in Anaheim before Disneyland was built. Yes, it's like the people that build a build their house next to the airport and then want the airplanes to not take off after like 5 p.m. Or yes. before like 10 a.m. Yes. <laughs> oh man, so so that's one of the things they're doing, and then the other thing that they're doing at Walt Disney World mm-hmm. is they're they have a uh, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Adventure. It's a two night immersive adventure. So basically, like you stay, it's like you stay like you're in a hotel, but it's like you're staying on a star cruiser. Mm-hmm. And so when you walk through the hallways and look out the windows and stuff, it looks like you're looking into space. Got you. And this is going to be in Coachella. No, this is the, that, that was the one in Coachella is like a neighborhood where you can live. Wait. And like, be like, and just be with other Disney people. Yes. Is this how, like is this how weird cold start? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> You don't like the mouse, you must die. Ah. Yeah, no, no. This is a, a a hotel experience for Walt Disney World in Florida. Florida, as the artist calls it. The uh. poet laureate Florida. But yeah, so instead of like staying at a hotel, like like instead of like being looking out the window and just seeing like Florida and mm-hmm. Florida man, you look like you're it's like you're in space. And so it's all inclusive pretty much except for like alcohol and I guess the fancy drinks. So food and probably the water and the carbonated bubbly beverages with caffeine or no caffeine, depending on your mm-hmm. uh, preference of them. I mean, there's already too many names to say, I don't want to offend anybody. Um, um, so you get in and then they have events like almost like you're like staying at a resort. So mm-hmm. like instead of like yoga or jazzercise, they have lightsaber training classes um they uh let you explore the bridge and look around they you can take an exclusive transport basically which will like um a shuttle but it looks like you're in the like a transport and someone was like i guess some people were complaining about it that it's just a box van and it's stupid and then i saw actually saw video of it and it i mean it's it's as cool as it can be i mean it's not like they're putting you in an actual spaceship you know, yeah. you don't necessarily see that it's a box truck. So you get in and there's like the seats and stuff. So it looks like, you know, look like you're sitting in a transport ship and then they take you into Disneyland, into Disney World's uh, um, galaxy, uh, the Star Wars land in 
Disney World. Mm. Uh, Galaxy's Edge. That's the name of it. But yeah, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I know from what I saw that it's not cheap. I but I can't find prices. So it's like by itineraries, you get there, you get on the you, you get on your launch pod to the Star Cruiser. Um, you get have an orientation, then you get light refreshments, then you get some let like some lesson stuff, and then there's a captain's reception and a dinner featuring live music. And then some more music. Exactly. That's the only song I know. to the park. Holy Star Wars song I know. It's gonna be that over and over. Yeah. <laughs> Any requests? Same song again? All right, same song again. <laughs> so then, like, the first day is basically you just getting there and set up and stuff, cause you, like, at 1 p.m. And then the next day, breakfast is eight, 7 to 8 a.m. And then from 8.15, they drive you to Star, Star Wars Land, Galaxy's Edge. And then from – and then you get – basically, you get – you get to go on Rise of the Resistance before the park even opens. Mm-hmm. And so then there's more rides, more food, lightsaber training, droid racing competition, build a model ship, more food, story mo- – oh, you get, like, story moments. So it's like a choose-your-own-adventure. So it's like um, you might broker a deal for a heist or arrange to steal a ship from the First Order. And then later on there's another story moment where you can either put the heist plan into action or bring the stolen the ship aboard and watch out for the First Order. Mm. And then day three from 8.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. breakfast and then – from 9.30 a.m. to 10 a.m., they drive you to the airport and get you out of town. I saw somewhere mentioned that the price was like $6,000. Which I wouldn't be surprised with what all that you get. Somebody, somebody's got to pay the, for the band to eat. Yeah, somebody's got to play for them to, you know, the rights to that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so speaking of paying money for songs epic games the makers of fortnite have bought independent music purchasing service bandcamp really yes are you familiar with bandcamp at all sean somewhat so basically it's like a um independent competitor to itunes now apple music but the cool, like the thing is, like the the artists get more of the uh, the money for each purchase than they do on iTunes. So there's some artists that have their music on both, mm-hmm. um, but some just have it on Bandcamp. And yeah. starting with the in the pandemic, they started doing a thing where um, the first Friday of every month, all of the money that from the music went to the artist. No service fees were collected. Mm-hmm. And so they did that like the last little bit of 2020 and then all of 2021. And then they started it back up. They didn't do it in January, but they did it in February. And so they're going to do it this year as well. Mm-hmm. Band camp Fridays, the first Friday of every month. So it'll be interesting. I haven't, I've seen people post about it. Like uh, MC Chris, who um, just released some new music on Bandcamp actually. And he's going on tour again. Mm-hmm. Check his uh, social media pages for dates. I bought tickets to go see him. I'll go see him in June. The June time, in June, yes, it's, and the cool thing is, is the venue where he's going, um, is right next to uh, my favorite brew, my my now favorite brewery, Radiant, so I can go park, have some beers, walk over, watch the concert because it's a all ages venue, so they don't sell alcohol there. Oh, uh, I got you. 
which like the last time I saw MC Chris there, some dude was drunk and tried to like talk to him, have a conversation with MC Chris during the show. And this was like the new improved MC Chris after Reddit, like came out and hated him because he was being a dick to people at shows. And I'm like, well, if you got guys acting like this, then yeah, he needs to be a, di a bigger dick to them and get them to shut the fuck up. Cause yeah. we don't, we're not here for that guy to have a, a private conversation with MC Chris. We're here to watch MC Chris perform some music. Yeah. Sing about, you know, Star Wars bounty hunters and their modes of transportation. Yes. Oh man, speaking of bounty hunters and modes of transportation, Sean. <laughs> was that a decent segue? I, I think so. I think so. Oh. Destiny 2. New raid. Full of pain. <laughs> so the new raid came out, Battle of the, of the Disciple. Um, it launched at 1 p.m. Eastern yesterday, Saturday the uh, 5th. And <clears throat> with, uh, it, like every time they release uh, a new raid, there is a um, basically like a set mode that hand, that locks you at a certain light level. For you to play through and um you play the raid and you do it blind and there's a world's first competition amongst the community to be the first team to get the raid done alas we were not that team <laughs> were you in the top a thousand i don't or do know. you know that information we didn't even beat the raid okay so after 14 hours we'd even beat the raid um we um we got to the third part which was uh a bit of a puzzle part and like the other part is is like it it is tough because you are seriously under level so like any kind of mistake you make like the enemies just mow you down because you made it <laughs> oh you you uh you stood out you you stood uh outside of the wall for a, a cup like a half second too late you're dead you're dead you're dead you're dead um so but uh it is a very beautiful raid like just the scenery and stuff like that like it is pretty freaking cool um to say the least so, um, no, like we got through, like the first part we got onto like one of the platforms and we were escort, it was like an escort mission. That was pretty, it was pretty fun. Didn't take us too long to get through that. We got to the first part where you had to run in and out of these areas and, um, call out symbols and stuff. And that took us a while, but we finally got through that. Then we really got stuck on the first boss encounter because we just like it took a while to get to all the damage events. And then they were saying like the hitboxes on one of the one of the pillars wasn't working very well. Um, so it, that took us a, a, a long time, but we finally got it done which was super satisfying. And then we got to the third part, which is a puzzle area 
where you're like running and gunning and the ads just don't ever like clear out they just keep spawning so you gotta like just fight through and move on um we were only getting to the we got to we finally at the end of the night last night we finally got into the third room um and that was like the best we did (laughs) we just uh we finally kind of got a plan going and and whatnot and it was just it was what it was so but it was a like I said, like I said, it was a pretty fun raid. Um, I can't wait for the party mode to stop and be gone. <laughs> so the party mode um, was extended for another 24 hours. So typically what they do is like the raid goes to normal mode at reset today. But they extended like the party mode till tomorrow at reset. So basically if you beat it, you still get the emblem for beating it in 24 hours but you're beating it in 48 hours so i don't know i don't know no no one's gonna no one's gonna no one's gonna know like maybe they'll know like today but they won't know like tomorrow true you know that's true that's true so and if they and if they like do find out then they're fucking assholes because it's not that big of a deal i guess like (laughs) you need to you know investigate further yeah. Um, so was there, was there much yelling and rage? Was there any rage quitting and yelling or did nope. you guys all just kind of know that you're going to suck? Um, there was a little bit of yelling. It got a little cray cray at times, but nobody rage quit. <laughs> it was like a communal, like one person had to leave because like they had priorities they had to take care of, but they were there for like 10 hours. <laughs> so it wasn't like they just right. played for like two yeah. hours and gave up. It was a planned thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's one thing you got to like, you know, that's nice about having, you know, a group of people that you play with regularly because you kind of know, A, your strengths and or, and or weaknesses, um, but you also know how much they can take as far as, you know, giving them a hard time about fucking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best part was is like they're everyone's like, no, we got it's a scored raid and Bungie's like. So you don't want a scorn raid? How about a scorn and taken raid? You're welcome. It was just like, fuck. I, I, I called it. <laughs> and you said, no, they'd never do raids with two enemies. That's you just... don't even know Destiny anymore. You 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 don't even know Destiny so much that you quit playing Destiny and un- uninstalled it and quit the group. I just said they typically, they've never done two different enemy types in a raid. And I said, I think they're going to do it. And you're like, no. Just just a minute, Sean. I know more about Destiny than you do. <laughs> you did call it that they did two different enemy types in this raid for the first time. You did it. Uh, I did it. I did yeah. it. Read it. Yep. I solved the Boston bombing. Yep. And inside the pyramid, Danny, is a worm god. Like doing something, which I don't know what he's doing. He's just, you just, you just, you just see his mouth like beaming energy into like this giant cube. Is he doing the worm? He might be doing the worm. Like, like the professional wrestler, Scotty Too Hotty. When he he teamed up with Rikishi for Too Hot and they danced and his finishing move was the worm. Mm -hmm. That, that guy. Yes. Yes. Much, much loved that guy, that guy. Mm Mm-hmm. 
he wore you know jinko pants and had like bright yellow sunglasses with a visor and spiky blonde hair bleach blonde hair yeah is he gone um i think he might be gone gone that's actually i, I don't know i think he, no i don't know if he's gone or if he's gone gone i know he hasn't been in wwe for a while yeah it's hard to tell with wrestlers like what happened to him i always get I like a little him. nervous like i don't want him to be dead please don't oh, be no. dead he's no he's not dead that's right he's still he's kind dead. of wrestling um scotty too hotty with the num- with the two being the number two exactly <laughs> that's good oh so he uh after he left professional wrestling he uh went and became did firefighter school and now then doing and was doing emt training as well hmm then he went back um, on New Year's Day. He wrestled. He made his return to independent wrestling for the first time in five years um, for a big wrestling group. They had like an anniversary party, game-changing wrestler, where he wrestled mm-hmm. uh, the bad boy, Joey Janela. That is his nickname, the bad boy. Mm-hmm. I forgot oh, yeah. about Bob Holly. I don't Bob know why Holly. he... Yeah. Hardcore Holly. And, hard, and then Crash Holly. Yeah. And Molly Holly. Who then later on became part like part of the Dudley Boys because she oh, was like no. they're dating or something with Sp- uh, Spike Dudley, the littlest of all the Dudley Boys. Oh no, Crash Holly is no longer with us. No. No, it says he uh, died November six in two thousand three. I only died that long ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's 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 you know the people talk about like oh wrestling's fake and it's like yeah tell that to all the wrestlers with um you know concussion uh what are that cts is yeah what it is the concussion shit where they're you know don't want anyone else to go full chris benoit yeah that's a sad story that is a that is a very fucking sad story yeah no it says don't uh, even talk about him anymore no no i'm sure they don't Yeah, like they like like they did like a memorial that like because it happened like over the weekend and they did a memorial like that Monday and then when the information came out of what actually happened like all of like the vi- little video clips on in the intro for Monday Night Raw and stuff were taken off of him and any mention of him on the website was taken off and it's like he never they went full like Russia and just erased him from the existence. Mm-hmm. Oh man, but on a on better wrestling news, Sean. History, I think, is repeating itself. Uh-oh. Just like, just like in March of two thousand and one, when WWE bought WCW, mm-hmm. Tony Khan came out this last week and announced that he bought um, Ring of Honor. A wrestling, another. He bought a wrestling promotion. He went full Vince McMahon, even though we kind of said he wouldn't necessarily. Um, but at least, and but so people are like, oh man, he's gonna go full Vince now, and it's like, other people are like, no, like this is a big announcement. Like he only comes out for like big announcements or maybe like little. Like he, the last time he was on screen for the show was when, um, Brody Lee passed away, mm-hmm. um, and they had like memorial stuff for him, and so he was like he was kind of in the background for stuff. He wasn't necessarily in the front and center of attention, but yeah. um. So it'll be interesting to see because Ring of Honor is where a lot of like the wrestlers that are um, kind of like um, bigger now on AEW and even WWE got their start. Um, it was kind of took the spot, the place of WCW when they went out of business as like the the 
first, like the second biggest wrestling company, I guess. Yeah, um, what well, well, I guess that, well, for a while it was uh, Impact Wrestling, which became TNT. Um, so they're still Impact, mm-hmm. but they're because um, but there's but there's Ring of Honor, and so I, they had they were like because of the pandemic, they had um, a ton of financial issues, and so basically they announced like the, near the end of last year that effective like the end of the year December that they were just basically gonna uh, uh, cancel everybody's contracts because it's like dude we can't afford to pay anybody. So we're gonna like cancel your contracts and maybe resign some people, but not as many people as we had, and for not as much money as they were being made, making. E. So people are trying to figure out what they what he's getting out of it because you know they don't really have any wrestlers. So basically, he's getting like their pay per view names, their like the intro music, and their like wrestler names if they had like copyrights for the wrestler names. Yeah. How like uh and um Scott Hall and um. Kevin Nash went to WCW. They couldn't take Razor Ramon and Diesel with them because those were WWE trademarked names. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see if they do anything with it or if it's just like, like I said, like a, a way to um, grow their like tape. Oh, the other rumor is that they want to go, they want to kind of how um, WWE is on Paramount for streaming and stuff. Yeah. That AEW wants to try to work out a deal with like HBO Max. And so maybe they want to have ring of honors uh back catalog of pay-per-views and events and stuff that they could have to stream on to opt to like basically sweeten the deal with hbo max hmm. interesting so okay yeah and i wonder if that's part of the reason why cody rhodes left is because he knew that like he maybe he thought he would have more say in ring of like ring of honor or something but mm-hmm. he's supposed to debut on wwe soon and it seems like they're either setting him up with a like a it seems like somehow they're going to set him up with a uh, feud with Pat McAfee, of all people. <laughs> you should know who Pat McAfee is. He's like the biggest uh, Aaron Rodgers butt kisser ever. Yes. He's a punter that has made it big for punters. <laughs> yes. And he's also he's also a color commentator on Friday Night uh, Smackdown hmm. for WWE fancy so yeah but he kind of did an interview semi-recently talking shit about cody rhodes and how he, you know he's like his he did he, he's like he's he's who cares if he's coming back he left he he did his own little thing and made a show that we beat in the ratings on wednesday nights multiple times this and that so he's kind of already talking shit so that's the only reason why i think there might be some sort of a feud coming up between the two of them okay which would make sense <laughs> so they announced what is going to happen after Funimation Sony with Funimation purchased Crunchyroll, Sean. So what's going on? They're dissolving and getting rid of Funimation. Really? So all of Funimation library is going to be moved to Crunchyroll. And um I don't know if they're going to um uh, if or when they're going to officially get rid of the Funimation channel but i know they're not adding any new content got you which sucks because like i was watching an anime that was a funimation um exclusive and i got to like i was like in the middle of like episode 10 and it like kicked me out of watching it oh. and so i went back to watch it and it said i had to log in and i was like no like i'm almost done like let me just finish this there's like two ep- like like two and a half episodes and so i'm like well I tr- i'll try it so i just logged i was able to log in and i was able to finish it that's good. <laughs> that would have been terrible. 
Dude, I would have been so unhappy. Yes. I mean, I guess I could have found it to see if they had it on VRV. I hope, I hope with them putting everything on Funimate, I haven't looked, I guess, if I was a better podcaster, um, <laughs> that if, if, if there was, um, if all the stuff that was on, like, if by going the Crunchyroll, that it's going to be on, um, it doesn't look like it's on there, because the show that I was watching isn't on, so I don't know. But I was talking to a guy I work with, and he said that all he was he went on Funimation, on Crunchy, uh, Crunchyroll, and all of the Funimation stuff was there already, on like last Monday. Hmm. Interesting. So I don't know. What's? Well, I don't know. That's pretty good there. Yeah, it'll be like easier if it's all in one uh, streaming service. <laughs> Just hopefully they don't raise the price too much. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> um, but the anime I was watching won this year's Anime of the Year Award for Best Romance. Best Romance! Ooh. So the name of the show is uh, Horimiya. And so basically how, you know, Rascal Girl Does Not Dream of Bunny Senpai, or Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Yeah. Um, and that one, the guy basically had to, like, rescue the girl because there was issues with her. And this one, it's kind of like, this one's... Um, kind of like the guy has the issue not like anything crazy like that where she's like invisible kind of a thing or like the puberty syndrome or anything like that they didn't mm -hmm. like but basically the story is the the main character is this guy that um was heavily bullied in like junior high and so like they do flashbacks and stuff at times so like whenever the teacher um wants them to like partner up or group up for an activity he always gets left behind and the teacher's like all right well i'll put you with this group and they're like him no ew not him you know and so he just kind of like has long hair and just kind of keeps to himself in mm -hmm. high school. And everyone's like, oh man, why is he all sad and emo all the time? He's just sad. And nobody, I don't want to be his friend. He's all sad. Yeah. And so through, through circumstances, he ends up like befriending um, the, the main girl. And I think like their romance, the story is somewhere between um, Rascal, where they're like very like, I love you. And it's like, cool. Cause I love you too. Like they're very upfront and like very open with their feelings and talk, you know, like none of that. Not in episode two. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're we're pretty quick there. to get to the point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're yeah. We're but it's not, it's not as, it's not as bad as, um, what's the name of the other, the anime, the, with the president and the vice president, I had it in my head and I lost it. Where they like both the, um, love is war. Yeah. Where they love each other, but like neither of them want to admit it because they'll like they're worried the other one doesn't love them back, and so they don't want to like yeah. leave themselves open to ridicule or scorn from the other one. So it's it's a little bit like this one. So it's like they're, they're they kind of hang out. They're like hanging out all after school, and it's like, wait, is that your girlfriend? And he's like, uh, -huh, no, because he's like, I don't want to like like nobody likes me, kind of a thing. And she's like, wait, why did you tell me you weren't my girl? I wasn't your girlfriend. And he's like, uh, because I didn't think you'd want me to like lie and stuff. And I thought it would be a bad thing. And she's like, oh, well, maybe it's not that bad. And it's like, <laughs> oh, so am I your girlfriend? Are you my girlfriend? And she's like, I don't know. Am I? So they're, they do, they're kind of coy and stuff. But, but as the show goes on, like their remote romance builds and they're very, more open about it and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, show, the, the, the dialogue is very well written. It's probably one of my favorite animes that I've watched recently. And I don't know if it's like um, recency bias, as they would say, where like the thing that you've seen the most recent you love. <laughs> um, yeah i mean I'm, I'm only up to episode two i mean it seems fun i i mean i'm waiting till i watch the whole thing before i kind of go this is how i feel about it but 
So, because I don't okay, want to. Okay, so you do. Yeah, I've only watched two episodes so far. Okay, because when you when you uh, said that you just like are going to do the raid because you had a bad week, I didn't know you didn't mention that you also watched two episodes of this. Yeah, I ended up getting one episode. In. I just didn't have anything else to add. <laughs> I but I did at least try to get those that series at least a little watched at least i have an idea what's generally going on because i watched one before i went to bed last night too because i was like i watched uh dress up darlene and then i was like i have time for another episode i'm not i'm tired but i i'm not i'm ready to i still need to purge my mind of destiny you need to wind down a little more Mm -hmm. yeah this is it's definitely a very like feel good um uh anime um it i can see why it won romance of the year they are a a good couple together Uh, um i I like that they mentioned how he's uh prettier than most of the girls when he like puts his hair up (laughs) yes um but the the thing that made me watch it um like i um people will show like on a like little they'll throw little clips of uh animes either on youtube or on like instagram and so in the first episode, there's the scene where he, like, comes over panicked. And he's like, what am I going to do? We're supposed to go swimming tomorrow. And she's like, do you not know how to swim? And he's like, no, but they're going to see everything. And she's like, like, she knew about it. She has He has his ears pierced, like, multiple times he did himself. So she's like, well, your piercings? And then she turns around, and he's like, doesn't have a shirt on. And he's like, has a bunch of tattoos. And he's like, these? They're going to see these. And she's like, um, why are you just okay taking your clothes off? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man but like her dad shows up like halfway through the anime and he's pretty funny oh really he's he's like bigger he's like a bigger child than the little brother that's hilarious <laughs> like they keep adding characters and they're all likable and they all add something to the show mm-hmm. like they're like um about halfway through also there's a another like a love interest comes in like a third wheel love interest comes in oh like another girl or another guy another girl mm-hmm. oh man but, like, and so when, but when the reveal when that, that reveal is pretty hilarious the way they do it um but yeah there's there's a lot like i highly recommend finishing it sean yeah you won't be disappointed. Yeah. And when you do finish it, we'll have to do what we did with a quintin- quintessential quintuplets because I want to hear your take. Got you. So did you finish it then? Yes, I did. There's 13 episodes, not 12. So don't be all like, don't freak out like I did when like it doesn't end after the 12th episode and you're like, no, I thought there was only 12 episodes. I do a little bit more research <laughs> than that. Because when I looked, I thought there was only 12. I don't know why yeah. I didn't see the 13th episode. I got you. Okay. So, mm. but yeah. Romance of the year, and I kept saying Horiyama when I tell this other dude, but then I realized that I had the the two letters backwards, so it's Horiyamiya. Horiyamiya, here I go again. Horiyamiya, bye bye. How can I forget you? They were gonna do um the Queen Bohemian. Horiyamiya, 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 let me go. (laughs) No, I went somewhere else. I, I, yeah. You I, wanted to go to the I left, you, and I said, I no, we're going to the right. Yeah, that's why I stopped and let you go where you're going. I let <laughs> you drive the ship. <laughs> oh, driving this ship right off the fucking edge of a cliff. 
Oh, man. So, you guys, uh, thank you guys all for listening. <laughs> you guys can follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. You can follow me at Hoppyhead Pro on Twitch and Twitter. Sir Hoppyhead on Twitter for Daniel, if he's ever on there. Facebook, Instagram. We're just about everywhere. We're just hanging out. We're just here to have a good time. All right? That's all. Uh, exactly. <laughs> drink, some, drink some beers and have a good time, and I'm all out of beer. <laughs> I guess we're oh, done having quick. a good time. Real quick. Speaking of stories of people drinking beers and having a good time, man. Last night at the concert, man, there was some drunk asshole, fucking tall-ass dude. He ended up, like, sitting next to – like, he was, like, kind of walking – but like he was going to cut in front of us and mm-hmm. like his girlfriend or wife, I don't know who she was, but she was not happy with him and he was fucking super hammered. And so he wanted to go somewhere and she just wanted to sit down. And so she, she sat down on, so it was like a seat, a person, a seat, Jody, me. And so mm-hmm. she sat at the end and he, uh, sat next to Jody. And when he, he, he like sat facing his female companion so his back was to us, and when he sat down, there was probably a good five to six inches of ass crack just hanging out as he was sitting, like, humming towards Jody as he was sitting down. Oh, boy. Did you throw it? And he was just... Did you get a nickel and uh, or a penny and throw it down there and, and, and uh, yeah, Lincoln Tunnel? Actually, you know what, man? Like, maybe that's why, like, earlier when you were standing in line to go into the show, Jody found a nickel. Maybe, I have to tell her, maybe that's why she found the nickel was so she could do that. But she did think about it. It was the, it was she the was just more like she was trying to like block her vision, like block it from her vision and her memory. She didn't want to like have nightmares of that. <laughs> but then like so they ended up like getting up and like they disappeared for a while and they came out and he was just stumbling and like I guess he like fell down and like landed on somebody and like oh man, he was just a shit show, dude. Just how drunk he was. Oh boy. And I'm like, Terrible I'm like aren't you glad I just, I just, I just, I, 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 not only do I like beer, but I also know how to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny, man. <laughs> it, it was, man. All right, everybody. <laughs> All right. On that note. On that note, thank you. We'll see you later. Take it easy. We love you. Until next time. <laughs>